Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I'm Ryan McCrary. I'm here with Thomas Smith, and we are going to be talking about the NFL Combine, which takes place this weekend. Uh, and we are going to be doing a pre-combine mock draft. This mock draft is not like what we would do if we were GMs. It's a prediction mock draft. Um, we, we will be doing a mock draft where we pick who we would uh, pick if we were the GMs of these teams. But for today, we're just going to do a prediction mock draft. Yeah, we'll uh, alternate every other pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, you can explain it. Yeah, we'll alternate every other pick. I'll take the first round, I'll take the second, and so on. Uh, probably after the combine, uh, we'll do a what we think each GM should do mock draft. Yeah. All right, so uh, mock draft, it happens this weekend. So they're measuring players combine this week. This weekend. Yeah, the combine. Yeah. Uh, they are measuring players right now. So like they, they've measured the quarterbacks yes. uh, today. Um Joe Burrow has tiny hands, apparently, like itty bitty baby hands. Yeah, but his aren't even the smallest. Right, there was some dude with like eight and a half inch hands. It, w- it was uh, J- not Jacob Eason. It was uh, Jake Fromm. No, there was a guy with smaller hands. No, Jake Fromm has smaller hands. I, I s- yeah, then Joe Burrow, but there was a guy like the smallest hands. It wasn't Jake Fromm. I swear, I thought it was okay. But yeah. Jake Fromm did have small hands. Yeah, but it was so there I was saw, some like guy from a little school. I saw uh, uh, is it the. I forgot what the guy's name is. Is something Ledbetter? Uh, he worked. Yeah, Dio Orlando Ledbetter. He uh, posted something on the AJC, and it had all the measurements. And for some quarterbacks, it would have nine and four eighths instead yeah. of like nine and a half. Yeah, they they do which it. Is how they usually do yeah, it. Yeah, it's which is weird because why if they do if they'll do like one fourth and not two eighths, but they will never say one half for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, the the smallest hands was uh, Kevin Davidson. Okay. Okay, yeah. The thing I saw, it didn't show all the quarterback's hands. It just showed some of the Did top. you see who the largest hands were? No. I th- like, was it Herbert? No. I think you'll be surprised. Who? It was Brian Lewerke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. yeah I forgot about Lewerke, but yeah, I did see he had, he had pretty big hands. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised. I didn't realize Tua was the shortest quarterback in this class. Yeah. Yeah, and who, who, uh, oh, Joe Burrow, I wanted to talk about his hand size. That actually makes a lot of sense, because he has this issue where he throws the ball. Like, oh, this happens, it happens a lot, like, not like a lot, but, um, a little too much, where the ball will, like, flutter, and it won't be a tight, a tight spiral. If Joe Burrow goes, like, a cold, like, if he were to go to Denver, he would suck. Like, he, he would not be successful in Denver or, like, Green Bay. Luckily, somewhere. he's going to Cincinnati, yeah, where it's also cold. Yeah, yeah but it's, <laughs> like, not as cold as it is in Denver and right. Green Bay. But, like, if you were to go to a team where it's, like, windy Isn't Cincinnati and cold. Isn't Cincinnati north than uh, Denver, though? Yeah. But I guess Denver, it's just not as cold because Denver's right. higher in Yeah, because Denver's got the elevation. Right. Yeah, but that, that, that explains it. Because I was wondering, watching him, because he, he has a good mechanic. So it's like, why is this happening? Well, it's because he has baby hands. And I, as a person who also has baby hands, but it makes sense with my height, it I I I feel his pain. Burrow's six four or six three? I think he's six, six three. Four. Oh, six four. Six okay. four. Well, that's what he's listed at. Right. I don't know what his measurement was. That's what he's listed at. Then I think they are measuring receivers next or tight ends yeah. maybe. Uh, for for a comparison, other quarterbacks that had like. Small-ish hands. Kyler Murray had nine and a half inch hands. Baker Mayfield nine and one fourth. Surprisingly, Baker Mayfield's hands were smaller than Kyler Murray's, and Jared Goff nine inch. Yeah, so Jared okay, Goff had Goff the same. Had, inch. had the same. Did, did Rosen have hands. small hands or? I don't remember. But yeah, Ky- Kyler. I mean, it's 
understandable that he would have small hands because he's five nine. Five ten. Oh, Burrow was measured in at six three two two twenty one. Oh, okay. Six three and a half, so almost six four. Okay, but, but yeah. not quite. So they'll be doing measurements for the rest of the week before they get into the combine. You want to go ahead and get into our mock draft? Yeah, sure. Oh, let's go ahead and talk about. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We can we can go ahead and talk about guys we're excited to watch and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm really excited to watch Jacob Eason at the combine. I think his. I don't think he's worth a first round pick at right. all. Right. But I think his stock is going to go up tremendously at the combine because I think guys are going to watch him throw and they're just going to see he has potentially like the biggest arm in the class. Right. And then I don't know. He could, he's not going to run a fast 40, but if he runs, if he runs in the fours, I don't expect that to happen. No, if he runs like in the four nines, four eights, even like, yeah, I don't think he'll go a long way. I don't think he, I don't think he should be a first rounder, but I can easily see a team falling in love because he's got a big arm, right? And that'll mask all his other issues, yeah. All his other the plethora of issues he has. Yeah, I think he'll but, really impress at the combine. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Out of all the quarterbacks, I don't know if I'm. Is Joe Burrow gonna throw? Probably. I I don't know. I kind of why doubt it. Like, why, no why should he? He literally should not even go to the combine. Right. Well, I mean, go to do interviews. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Like do do exactly what Tua is doing. Do what Tua is doing. Tua is doing it out of because he can't. Because he can't. But Tua is just doing interviews and getting measured. Right. Joe should not perform. I really want to see Joe run a forty though. I want to see what his forty time is. I'm pretty sure he is performing though, right? I think so. He hasn't. There's been nothing that has said that. You know, he's not going to, but I don't think yeah. he should. Because we know Chase Young isn't. Right, Chase Young is not going to perform in the conference. I want to see, I, w- I would have, I was interested in seeing his 40 time. Nothing he did in drills was going to change my mind about him being the best prospect in this draft, which I think he is. But uh, I was interested in seeing his 40 time because I thought, I think it, I think his 40 time would be really impressive, especially for age rushers. Yeah. Uh, I'm also excited to watch Henry Ruggs. Because he's going to be run yeah. a fast 40. He'll be like that physical freak that just lines up the combine. Yeah. I'll be yeah, I'll be interested to see uh Rieger run and Hamler run too. Yeah. I think I think that uh Ruggs will run the fastest 40. I think he'll run in the 42s, but I right. can see Rieger and Hamler, you know, 43s and potentially with Hamler running like low 42s. I can see 429. Uh the corner from Mississippi State Dampsler. Was it Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Mississippi State. Okay. He he's gonna run a fast forty. I don't know how fast, but he's gonna run a fast forty. I'm also looking forward to watching Brandon Ayuk, the receiver Brent, from yeah. Arizona State, because he got measured and he has a larger wingspan. I th- I think I can't remember if it was larger, or if it was like close to the same, but he has close to the same wingspan as Colin Johnson, who's six foot five. Yeah. And Brandon Ayuk is, I think he came in at six foot or five eleven. Like oh, he's really? not. Okay, he's listed. He's listed on Arizona State as like six two, but I I think I heard that he measured in at like five foot eleven or six foot. Oh really? Yeah. Dang. So, but he's just got like super long arms, and I'll be interested to see him run a forty two. I think he could yeah. run like the four fives or maybe even the four fours and impress some people. Right. Yeah. So, Anybody else? Not really. I mean, watch. Not really. I wish I could see Chase Young. Yeah. Work I out, mean, but. I don't think there's anybody else I'm interested in, or I'm like, like I have to watch. I mean, uh, any of the offensive linemen? No, no. I mean, I'd like like to see uh, 
Jedrick Wills, because he's a really athletic offensive lineman. So, I mean, I guess I'll be interested in seeing yeah. like his 40 or his, like, his, the CM in drills. Uh, but, yeah, not really interested. I'm not, there's nobody else I'm going to have my eye on, I don't think. Um, yeah, you want to go ahead and get in the mock draft? Yeah, for sure. All right, so you got the first pick. Right, Cincinnati Bengals, I think they're definitely going to take Joe Burrow, quarterback from LSU. Uh, really good. He's accurate quarterback. He's got good size, 6'3". Uh, he probably needs to gain a little bit of weight. He was, well, he actually measured in at, I think, 220, and he was listed at about 210. So 220 is good for where he is. Um, his hands need to grow. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but... You know, arm strength is a little bit of a question with him, but I don't think it really matters. Cincinnati needs a quarterback, and Joe's their guy. Best guy in the class. Yeah. Well, best quarterback or best guy? Yeah, best guy? quarterback Okay, in the I was class. about to say, because number two, I got uh, Washington, uh, Chase Young. And I this franchise doesn't deserve him, because Chase Young is easily the best player in this class, like, easily. It's Chase Young, a massive gap, and then it's everybody else. This dude is a monster. He's one of the best. He's probably the best edge rusher um, we've seen in the last, like, 10 years. Like, he's better than Miles Garrett, better than Mosin Brothers. I mean, he he's really, really good. I don't know if he's better than Jadivian Clowney coming out. Uh, I don't know. That's a debate, but he's one. He's definitely I, one of the best in the past 10 years. I think he's better than Clowney. I mean, I, he, he's, so, he's, he's insanely good. And I wrote, I actually released a scouting report on Chase Young on our website, and I uh, I called the front office, uh, or I, I said the, the members of the Washington front office, I called them hallow skulled morons, <laughs> and so they didn't deserve this player because their franchise is just a, dump, a dumpster fire, and there it's just, the front office is full of idiots, and they don't deserve this type of player. It'll be so fun to see Chase Young and Montez Sweat, yeah. like, Montez Sweat. That's so much speed. I know. Like, it's so much speed. Like, I, okay, I don't expect Chase Young to run a 4-4 like Montez Sweat did. Right. But it's still... He th- like, Chase speed. Young's gonna... Like, I think Chase Young will run in the 4-7. Well, if he runs. Cause he's I mean, not doing yeah, anything. he's not going to. But I right. think Chase Young would run in the 4-7s. He, I think he might get four, to 4-6. Four, really? 4-6, four, 4-5. Four, I don't know if he'd push 4-5. Uh, four, four, I doubt it. Like, he would push 4-6. Right. Maybe. In my opinion. Uh, yeah, Chase Young, he's awesome. 4-3 defensive end. He fits right in with Washington. I believe Washington is changing their defensive scheme. So they're changing it to a 4-3. Um, so he's going to fit right in. He's awesome. Great pass rusher. Solid run defender. He can play in coverage. Can play in any kind of defensive sta- de- defensive line stance. You want him to. He's a monster. Uh, easy pick here. Best player in the class. All right, number three, Detroit Lions. Uh, I got them taking Jeff Okuda. We didn't do any trades in this mock draft. If we did, I think <laughs> the Lions could trade down yeah. and still get Okuda because I think the Dolphins might want to trade up to three in fear that the Lions would take Tua, which is their guy. Um, but I ex- with no trades here, the Lions still take Okuda at three. They give up 284.4 passing yards per game last season. Worst in the league, and they tied for the least amount of interceptions in the league with seven. Okuda's the best corner in this class, and he's probably one of the best corner prospects in the past few years. Um, if they don't trade Darius Slay, it'd be a nice combination to have Slay and Okuda. Yeah. But I think they will. But Okuda's their guy. He'll play well. Yeah, he's really good. All right, number four, New York Giants. I have uh, Jedrick Wills, 
offensive tackle from Alabama, and he is really, really good. He's probably the best ta- or the best offensive tackle in this class. Um, really athletic. He can move his feet really well. Great technique. Uh, he he's a beast. Um, and the Giants need an offensive lineman. I can see them going if they wanted to go best player available. They could go like. Um, they can go with Isaiah Simmons here. They can also go like Jerry Judy. Uh, but offensive tackle is a huge need for them. So I think I think they'll take Willis or Wills. Yeah. All right, number five, Miami Dolphins. I think they'll take two attack of Aloha here, quarterback from Alabama. Um, I expect that they'll sit him behind Fitzpatrick or whoever's their quarterback next right. year. Uh, you know, for most of the season, so that he can get healthier and learn the playbook. Durability is a big question for him I don't know how he's going to hold up especially with Miami's offensive line not being that great yeah it's it's, going to be kind of interesting to see because he's had such an injury prone college career I don't know how he's going to hold up in the NFL especially behind a bad offensive line but we'll see what happens two is a great quarterback when healthy and so I think that's the Dolphins guy at five yeah uh number six Los Angeles Chargers hey I said it right Proud of you. Didn't say yes, San Diego let's this go. time. I have them taking Justin Herbert. They could also go with Isaiah Simmons here, uh, but they're letting Philip Rivers walk. They need a quarterback. Um, I could see them passing on Herbert. Yeah. Or passing on a quarterback right here, um, and rocking with uh, Tyrod Taylor. But I, I think they'll take Justin Herbert here. Justin Herbert. He's a good quarterback. Uh, he's like if, if you're looking like for the prototypical quarterback for today's game. He's he's the guy, a strong arm. He's athletic. He can make plays out of the pocket. Um, he's got a cannon for arm. He can make throws in, into tight windows, and he can make throws that a lot of other quarterbacks in this class can't make. Uh, but he's got some issues. Um, he's inconsistent. He hasn't shown much development in college, um, and that's an issue. He hasn't shown much improvement uh, throughout his career at Oregon. And there's some decision making issues. I see there's times where. He, he tries to make. He tries too hard to make a play. He won't throw the ball away. He'll throw the ball into tight windows. Um, and he didn't play great against the best defenses in college. And I think that's a knock on him. I think he's solid. Um, I think he has a low floor, but he's really, really talented. If he can improve his decision making, um, he can be. He can be a really, really good quarterback in the NFL. Um, this is a good pick for them. I like it. Uh, number seven, Carolina Panthers picking here. I got them taking Derek Brown, the big defensive tackle from Auburn. He's a big guy, six foot four, three hundred eighteen pounds. Uh, I think he could even measure in as being bigger than that at the combine. He doesn't. I don't think they've officially measured him yet. No, not yet. Because uh, they only did quarterbacks and receivers today. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this pick it's between Derek Brown and Isaiah Simmons for them. Uh, but I think they'll decide to go with the best interior defensive lineman here because their running defense last season was awful. Uh, They were fourth in yards per game with 143 rushing yards given up per game. They gave up the most rushing touchdowns with 31, and it wasn't even close. The second was like 23, um, and then they gave up 5.2 yards per carry, which was also first. So they need a guy that's going to help them stop the run, and Derek Brown's also very good as a pass rusher as well. Yeah. All right, I got the Cardinals, number eight. I have them taking C.D. Lamb. They really need offensive line help, uh, so they can take any one of the offensive tackles like Tristan Wirfs, Mekhi Becton, Andrew Thomas. Uh, but I have them taking C.D. Lamb. There's talk about Kyle Murray pressuring them to take Lamb. Lamb went to Oklahoma, played with Kyle Murray. Uh, Lamb's a beast. He's, he's, a- after the catch, he is 
insane. Uh, he breaks tackles. He's really, really athletic. Um, he isn't as as good of a route runner as like Gary Judy is, uh, but he he's just such a freak athlete and just can make plays with the ball in his hands that a guy like Judy can't make. Well, it, not to say that Judy can't make plays with the ball in his hands, but Lamb's gonna break more tackles than Judy, um, and he's more athletic than Judy. Uh, so I think I think the Cardinals are gonna take Lamb here and pair Kyler Murray up with his former teammate. All right, number nine, Jacksonville Jaguars. I had them taking Isaiah Simmons, linebacker or safety, uh, from Clemson. Uh, I don't know. This is a this is a really good pick here because he can he's yep. so versatile. Versatile. Uh, they got to fill the hole that was left by Telvin Smith. They really missed him last year. Uh, he kind of randomly. I don't know if it was random, but it was kind of out of nowhere. Decided to yeah. take a few years off from football. Um. But yeah, Simmons' versatility is a big asset for Jacksonville. He can play linebacker, he can play safety. He even even took some snaps at a slot corner for Clemson last season. So and you know Jacksonville's defense is almost as bad as Carolina's against the run. They were you know fifth in yards per game and second uh, in yards per carry and touchdowns given up only behind Carolina. So right, I mean Simmons is better. As a in pass coverage than as a run stopper, but he can still help them out uh, in the run game. So, right, yeah, that's a great pick. I mean, that's probably the best value pick so far. Uh, Isaiah Simmons could go as high as fourth in my opinion. He's a beast. Uh, I, 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 Simmons, great, great versatility. Uh, I think that's a good pick there. Number ten, uh, Cleveland Browns. They need offensive line help. Their offensive line sucked last year. It was terrible, um, and that's. One of probably the biggest reason why the Cle- the Cleveland Browns offense was so bad. One of the biggest reasons why Baker Mayfield struggled. Uh, so they need to get an offensive tackle here. They could go with Mekhi Becton. I think they'll go with Tristan Wirfs, who's a really good uh, tackle out of Iowa. He got good length, um, good balance. He got he got really good technique. I think this is a good pick for them. Mekhi Becton, they could take him, but Becton isn't as uh, he's a great athlete. And just extremely powerful, but it doesn't have the technique. So I think the Browns will go with Worbs here. Yeah. Uh, New York Jets, you just mentioned Mekdi Becton. I have them taking Becton. Tackle from Louisville here. Uh, he is massive. He's six foot seven. He's almost 370 pounds. Uh, seven foot wingspan. Yeah. And he is big. And he's athletic for his size, too. Right. So, um, I mean, the Jets gave up 52 sacks last season, which is fourth worst in the league. They really need to protect Sam Darnold, who they believe in, who they spent a first round pick on uh, two two drafts ago. So, yeah, this is this is a big pick for them, and they need to help Sam Darnold out. Yeah, th- I mean he he's not the best offensive tackle right now. I think he has the most upside out of any offensive tackle in this class. He's extremely powerful, uh, but like I said, he doesn't have the technique. So he needs coaching. Um, and I, I think the Jets will be ecstatic if Mekai Becton is still on the board here. They're going to run that card up, um, and they'll be glad to take Becton here, improve their offensive line. I like that pick. Number 12, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I got them taking Jerry Judy. They need a receiver, and Jerry Judy is possibly the best receiver in this class. He's a great route runner, um, and he, he he's so slippery after the catch, so he's going to get a lot of yak. Um, at the next level, I love him. He he's gonna be a high, he's gonna be a high production kind of guy. Um, he's gonna like fantasy football guys are gonna love him. 
early in his career. He's going to be great in that Jaguar offense. This is a great pick for the Raiders. Yeah. All right, number 13, Indianapolis Colts. Okay, this is an interesting pick for the Colts because they have some options here, but I think they're going to go with Jordan Love, the quarterback from Utah State. This is a pick that's going to be more for the future. I mean, I expect him to sit for at least a year because he's, he's not ready to start right. in the NFL right now, but he's so talented as a passer that I don't know if you can pass him up right here if you're the Colts. Um, you know, I expect him to sit behind. I I expect the Colts will sign Phillip Rivers, so that would be a really good position to put Love in to sit behind Phillip Rivers for a year or maybe even two, um, and then takes the take the reins once he's ready. Statistics are underwhelming for his junior season, which was this last season. Uh, threw for thirty four hundred yards, which is good, but he had twenty touchdowns to seventeen interceptions. Uh, his twenty eighteen stats as a sophomore were much better. Uh, thirty five hundred yards, thirty two passing touchdowns, six interceptions, and seven rushing touchdowns. Uh, I mean, a lot of the drop off in production was due to his top playmakers graduating, and also a completely revamped offense. Uh, for Utah State, they got new coaches, and it was just a new system for him, and he struggled with that. Uh, he's very talented, and he's got good size too. He had big hands. I think his hands were ten inches and something, ten inches and some change. Um, and he's I think six foot four. Yeah. And he's been compared to Patrick Mahomes, which is pretty high praise um, to compare him to. You know, but probably the greatest quarterback, the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, I'm and I I can see the comparison there because Mahomes was not ready to start coming out of college. Mahomes had all the raw talent, but he needed a year to sit. And so I can see the same kind of thing happening with Love. Just I don't expect him to, you know, be as good as Mahomes. Um, but I think it could be really good given time. Right, yeah. I've been I've been super high, as you know. I've been super high on Jordan Love for a minute. Um, I said about like a few weeks back, maybe a month ago, I said that he should be a first-rounder. I don't know if he will, but I said he should be a first-rounder. Um, he didn't have the production this year. He He's really, he, he is raw, uh, but he's got all the tools, all the physical tools you want in a franchise quarterback. If you get him with a good coach, get, get him behind a, um, a veteran quarterback and develop him, he can be really good at the next level. And I... I don't get the Mahomes comparison. I think that's a really, really bad comparison for anybody. Mahomes is a rare talent. Um, he, he He's going to have that kind of career path, the same kind of career path where he like, sits behind somebody for the first year or two of his career, and then he'll get um, his time to shine. But they are totally different players. No one's ever in – no one's going to be like Mahomes ever. Mahomes is a unique talent. Um, He has a unique arm. And him in college, he has this unique ability where he, like, making throws out of the pocket. Um, it, it was just rare and something we hadn't seen before. Um, and I don't know if anybody can replicate that. I, I, I think that's a really bad comparison. I think Love is extremely talented. That's just a lot uh, to expect of Jordan Love. I don't think he ever reaches that level, but he's an extremely talented quarterback. I love this pick here. I think it's a good fit. Um... And, I mean, I love Jordan Love. He's got a lot of upside, but it, he's a project. And it, it's going to be a lot to work with. It's why he's not in my top three quarterbacks. But I, it, it's the reason why he's in my top five. Because he's got that upside. And he, he can be the best quarterback in this class. And I, I truly believe that. But I love that pick. Uh, next up, number... 14. Where we at? Number 14. 14. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have them taking Javon Kinlaw. 
Um, they could do a lot here. I could. Uh, this would be a big reach. I could see them taking a quarterback, like maybe Jacob Eason. That would be a big reach. I don't think they should do that. Uh, I have them taking Jablon Kinlaw, defensive tackle from South Carolina, who is huge. He's 6'5", 313. Um, he's, he can explode off the line of scrimmage. A little bit raw, uh, but he's got really good explosiveness. Probably the second best defensive tackle in this draft. Um, he's really good. He's, he fits in this, with this team. Fills a need. I think this is a good pick there. I got them taking Ken Law. Yeah, I like that pick. He was really good at the Senior Bowl. Nobody could block him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he got hurt, so he, he wasn't able to participate in the whole Senior Bowl. He left early. But when he was there in practice, nobody could block him. Yeah. So, really good pick here. Yeah, he, he, can, didn't, he didn't have great technique, so that's something he needs to work on. He's just powerful. He's so big Yeah, but he's super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he can be the replacement for Gerald McCoy. Um, Denver Broncos at number 15. I have them taking Henry Ruggs, wide receiver from Alabama. Man, blazing speed. Yeah. He's, he'll most likely be the fastest guy at the combine, like we said earlier. Um, Denver needs like an offensive lineman here, probably a tackle, but I don't think you can pass up on the opportunity to take right. a guy with Ruggs' speed here. He'll help out Drew Locke a lot, actually like really give him – like that speed guy, because they don't have that right now. And it'll be nice to have, you know, the uh, different dynamic between, you know, a big guy that you can throw 50-50 balls to, like Cortland Sutton, and then have your, your smaller speed guy, like uh, yeah. Ruggs. Ruggs is going to, I think he's going to, his draft stock, as, like, his draft stock's really high right now. I think it's going to just get even better. Um, I think it's going to rise even more after the combine, because he's going to run a great 40 He's going to be great in the combine, especially yeah. in drills. Hey, if John Ross can be a top 10 pick, yeah. Henry Ruggs can. Yeah, well, I... Okay, now that I think about it, where would he go if he, if he doesn't go 15? Is he going to go, like, 18? I don't the know. Dolphins? Like, could It'll he, be interesting. Could I, think, he fall? I think Dallas could take him at 17. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't expect... Like, if he's at, there at 15... Like, the lowest he'll go is 21. I was just thinking... Because right. I was just looking at the draft, and I was thinking, like, where would he go after Well, I think 15? he could go higher than 15. Right, me too. But like, I think if he's taking it... I don't think Denver can pass up on him. Right. Even yeah. with the need at O-line. So. I agree. But yeah, he he's a... I really like Ruggs. He's really good. I, I don't think people understand how good he actually is. I think people kind of think yeah, of him. He's not just a speed guy. I think people kind of think of him as just a speed guy, but he's not that. Like, he's a legit receiver. He can run routes. He's, like, pretty athletic. He's a beast. Yeah, I think his, his comp, his NFL comp, is probably Tyreek Hill, yeah. which is insane. So. Yeah, but he, he's a. This is a great pick. I love this pick. A great fit. Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons, my favorite team. Uh, We. Totally screwed up this season. We could have had a top ten pick. We could have had a top five pick. Right. I mean, at one point, I thought I was like, I was just praying to God. We yeah. Just, at the midway point, Chase Young. At the midway point, it looked like y'all were gonna be a top five pick. Yeah. And then at just point, decided was, to get better. All I was of a just praying we would get the, the number two pick so right. we could get Chase Young. And that's before I even watched them. I didn't realize how good he actually was, and I would be willing to trade a ton for Chase Young. Uh, but right here, I got us taking Kelvin Chason from LSU. I think we could also take um, AJ Epin- Epinesa. Is it Epinesa? Epinesa yeah. I, I say Epinesa, but yeah, it's Epinesa. Yeah, I think it's Epinesa. But, yeah, this dude, 6'4", 250. Um, we really need an edge guy, especially with us uh, releasing, or not releasing, but not, deciding not to re-sign Vic Beasley. We need a pass rusher because that's something we lack. Uh, Granny Jarrett is a beast, uh, but he's more of a run stopper. And we need, we need a pass rusher because... 
um, with uh, UCLA guy, uh, Tat McKinley. Yeah. He's kind of he he had a good start to his career last year. He didn't have a great year. Um, so we we need an explosive pass rusher off the edge, and I think Caleb Onchisala can be that a little raw, uh, like Ken Law. Um, but I mean he's just explosive, extremely fast off the line of scrimmage. Has a great, uh, great get off. Got good technique. Um, he's got pass rush scouters. Just not as refined as you'd like. Yeah. Uh, but I think he can be a really good, really good in the next level. I also can see us taking a corner here, like Fulton or C.J. Henderson. But I think uh, age rush is a bigger need. Yeah. So I think we take Chase on. Yeah, Chase on has a lot of talent, and like you said, he's raw. On tape, he looks really small. Like yeah. not small. He looks right. lean on tape. He looks like he needs to gain weight, but he's two hundred fifty pounds. Well, I don't I know think, if he actually I th- does. I thought that about Chase Young, and Chase Young is massive. So, right. but I thought he looked lean on tape, and he—I mean, he kind of is, but he's bigger than the average four-three defensive end. Right. So, but yeah. yeah. All right, with number seventeen, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I have them taking Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama. Uh, Dallas needs a DB. They weren't actually bad against the pass last year statistically, uh, but they don't have a lot of talent at defensive back besides like right. Byron Murphy. And isn't he going in free Byron agency? Jones. Byron Jones, sorry, yeah, not, not Byron Murphy. Um, is is he going into free agency? Maybe uh, not this year, but like next year. I think they only have well, like one yeah, year left well, on his contract. Well, he'll be going into free agency soon. I know that because they gotta pay. They gotta pay him, or they gotta decide whether what to they're pay gonna Amari do with Cooper, him, Dak, Dak, and Amari. Yeah, like they're probably gonna have to let go of Amari. Probably, yeah. But um, you know, they only had seven interceptions all of last season. That's tied for first, uh, first worst. Yeah. Um, he can play in the box. Make tackles, you know he'll help a lot in the run game, uh, and he can also he's very vocal with you know Alabama's linebackers being out uh, last season. He kind of stepped up and took over for them, you know, being a vocal leader on the defense. So uh, you know he's got leadership qualities, and he can roam around as a safety too. He's not just he's he's not he's a hybrid safety linebacker kind of guy, but he is a little small. If you wanted to like move him to linebacker, he's a little small. Right. So. But this is a good pick for the Cowboys. Good tackler. So I like this pick. All right, next up, 18, Miami Dolphins. I have them taking Andrew Thomas. They need offensive line help. They just need help everywhere. So literally whoever they pick here is going to be a big, a huge addition to their team. I have them taking Andrew Thomas, who is the best offensive tackle left on the board. He is um, he's really good, mm-hmm. but... Uh, he like he's a a really good run a run blocker. He's a good pass blocker. He has, he does this thing, and I think it's a coaching thing. I think it's something that the Georgia coaches uh were telling him to do. He has this weird technique where he like this is weird overhand motion when he blocks, and what that does is expose his chest, and that well uh, that just is begging pass rushers to bull rush him um, because you don't want to expose your chest. Um, that that allows pass rushers to get their hands on him, bull rush him. Uh, and I don't think it's an, I don't think it's something that Thomas does. I, I don't think it's like a, an issue with Thomas. I think it's an issue with coaching because the other defensive end would do the same exact thing. So I think it's a, it's something with Georgia coaches. If he does that in, in the NFL, he needs to clean that up because that will be a big issue. Uh, but he's a really good blocker. He's decently athletic. Needs to work on his footwork. Uh, but I, I think he can be really good at the next level. And I think this will be a huge, huge addition to that Miami Dolphins offensive line. 
Yeah. With the 19th pick, Las Vegas Raiders, their second pick here. I have them taking Patrick Queen, uh, inside linebacker from LSU. Uh, he has phenomenal sideline to sideline speed, and he's a good open field tackler. He's got good instincts. Uh, they're thin at inside linebacker right now. Right. So this will be a, a good pick for them. Queen, I don't know if he's the best linebacker in the class, but I, I think that the Raiders like him more than, you know, Kenneth, Kenneth Murray. Murray. So this yeah. is I think I think this is a good pick for them. I don't know if I would take him over Murray, but I like Queen. Yeah, yeah, good pick. And then that they would get Judy and Queen, which would be a really good first round for them. Next up I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have them taking CJ Henderson, who's a good corner. He's long, um, but he's lanky. I think he's I think he's good. Um, uh, he's got this weird stance issue, uh, where he's got a little bit of knee bend. Um, he'll need to clean that up. But I think I think they're gonna go with CJ Henderson here. They need a corner. Um, and I think they take him over Christian Fulton. Right. Um, twenty one Philadelphia Eagles. Speaking of Fulton, I have them taking Fulton here, cornerback from LSU. Uh, he's a good cover corner, but he has less than ideal speed. They need a DB, though, right. so it's worth the pick here because there's not really any like fantastic wide receivers that you want to take here because this wide receiver class is so deep that you can wait till the second round to get somebody, and the Eagles were talking about how they wanted to upgrade it with speed on at wide receiver, so they can wait till the second round to get someone like Rieger or Hamler and get that speed that they want and then get their corner right here. Uh Fulton allowed only a 40% completion percentage when uh, thrown at right. uh, throughout his entire career at LSU. So he's really good. He's just the speed is a question for him. Yeah. So. Well, they could, they could also go receiver here. They could go either way. Right. Uh, I think they could also go with I – w- I mean, I don't think they will. I wouldn't be surprised if they went with, like, uh, uh, safety LSU. Delpit. Delpit. Uh, I had a brain fart. I wouldn't be surprised if they went with him here. Just because they value safeties over corners in Philadelphia, it's the way they build their roster. Uh, but I think that's a really good pick for them. They need a corner. Next up, twenty-two Buffalo Bills. I had them taking AJ Epines- Epin- sorry. Epinesa. Sorry, Epinesa. I said it right. Um, who he's good. Uh, big. He's six six two eighty. He's powerful and like he's got really really good length. He just isn't fast. Uh, isn't explosive off the line of scrimmage. Doesn't have great bend. So I don't know how he's going to do it at the next level, but I mean he is a big dude, like six six two eighty. That's massive for a defensive end. Um, I mean he's he's fluid, just isn't bursty. He just isn't twitchy. Uh, they need an edge rusher, and I think he'll be good in Buffalo. Yeah, I think Epinesa and uh, Chason are kind of both vying for that like number two defensive end right. spot. Uh, I think with Epinesa. He has a higher floor than Chason does, but I think Chason has a much higher ceiling than Epinesa. So I think Epinesa is a really safe pick, but I think Chason is a pick where you'll get more bang for your buck, hopefully. Well, that's kind of how it is with quarterbacks. It's like the quarterback rankings can go either way. I think it's just like based off, like, like do you, do you, Rank based on potential. Like, do you, do you want a guy with more potential, or do you want a guy who's ready now? Right. But All yeah, right. with number twenty three, the New England Patriots, I have them taking Grant Delpit, safety from LSU. Uh, he's got really good size. I think he's six three or six four, uh, about two hundred pounds. He's got really good. He's a great athlete. Um, McCourty and and Patrick Chung are getting you know older. I think uh, McCourty's in his thirties, and I think Chung's about to be thirty. Um, so they need to get. 
you know, a safety to start kind of replacing them. Uh, Delpit is a really good, like, ball hawking safety. He makes good plays on the ball, and he's really fast, but he's a weak tackler. He's not, that's that's his weak point. He's not a very good tackler. Uh, and I think if he goes to New England, they can fix that in a hurry. Right, so. yeah. This is a good pick for them. Um, they also need tight end. I don't think they'll take tight end first round. Right. There's uh, not really any tight ends to take in the first right. round. Yeah, that's why. Uh, but a good pick for them. Next up, New Orleans Saints at 24. I have them taking LaVisca Simult, who is a really good receiver. He's versatile. He played a lot of positions for Colorado last year. Um, he's explosive. Got really good hands. Doesn't catch balls with his chest. He catches it with his hands, which is a good trait for a receiver to have. I like Simult. I think they need a receiver. Um, uh, because they don't really have a number, a great number two guy, um, from beside like to follow up after Michael Thomas. So they're gonna they're gonna get their receiver two here with Chenault. I think this would be a great spot for Jordan Love if he's available. Um, but I I don't know if he'll be available. I don't I don't even know if they're gonna take him. They seem to love Taysom Hill, and he seems to be their future. Um, so I have them taking LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, Chenault's really raw, too, as a receiver. He's so good after the catch. He's just a, a good playmaker. Right. He played a lot of uh, wildcat quarterback at Colorado, and they would do a lot of like jet sweeps with him. They just, they just got the ball in his hands any way they could. He's just so good as a runner. You know, he's not a very smooth route runner, but he can develop in New Orleans. Right. So I like that pick. Uh, 25, the Minnesota Vikings. I have them taking Trevon Diggs, a corner from Alabama. Uh, they need DBs. They gave up. Uh, they had a sixth worst completion percentage given up, um, in the league last year. Uh, Diggs is is big and he's got he's got good size and length. He's six foot two with two hundred seven pounds and he's got good ball skills too. He's he's more of a ball hawk kind of corner. Uh, and yeah, I mean he's good in coverage, but he's more of a ball hawk. He always goes for the ball. Um, and he doesn't have great speed. That's th- that's kind of the issue with him and Fulton. They're both like Fulton's good in coverage, and Diggs is a, a ball hawk, and they're both like good corners. But they lack, you know, that you know elite speed. Right. So that's kind of the issue with them. Uh, so this will be good uh, for the Vikings to get a DB here, pair Trevon Diggs with his older brother Stefan. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, next up, I have the Miami Dolphins with their third first round pick at twenty six, taking DeAndre Swift. Are they going to running back here? Uh, he's a really, really good running back. Probably the best running back in this class. Uh, really speed. Really, he's got a lot of speed. Really fast. Um, he's also a good pass catcher. Uh, I think the main issue with him is he doesn't make a lot of plays. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have a lot of big plays on film. But um, and he's got like he's really, really fast. Uh, gotta get power for his size. He's not a big guy. He's like five nine, but he is two fifteen, two hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, but he's got a, a lot of power. I think he just isn't a big play. He's not an explosive play guy, so he's not gonna make that many big plays. Yeah. All right, twenty seven Seattle Seahawks. I got them taking Yeter um, Mos Gratos. Gross. gross no, sorry. No, gross. Yeah, Yeter Gross Matos, uh, edge rusher from Penn State. Uh. Seattle might lose uh, Ziggy Ansa and Jadivian Clowney in the offseason this year. Right. Um, so they really need to get an edge rusher now. Right. Um, he has really good size and athleticism. He's 6'5", 264 pounds, and he had a lot of production at Penn State. 34.5 tackles for loss and 17 sacks through two years as a starter. 
So this is a good pick for them. He'll develop a little more. He is a little raw, but he'll develop in Seattle and can be a really good player for them. Yeah, good pick. Number 28, Baltimore Ravens. I Originally, I had them taking T. Higgins because uh, they, they, they need a number a number two receiver. They have Marquise Brown, but they need a big play receiver down, deep down the field. Uh, I ended up switching my pick. I had them taking Kenneth Murray, who is arguably the best linebacker in this class. Um, he's really, really good. I I think Higgins would probably be a better pick here, uh, but they need help on defense, and I think linebacker is a huge need for them. Right. All right, number 29, Tennessee Titans. I have them taking Marlon Davidson, uh, defensive lineman from Auburn. The, he's an interesting player because he's really big, and he played – he played like all over the defensive line at Auburn. He played, on the, you know, defensive end, and he would play in the interior sometimes. So you're an Auburn fan. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But he would play, you know, edge and interior. And, you know, a lot of teams have him projected as an interior defensive lineman. But I think he could fit well in Tennessee as an edge rusher for them. Um, he's six foot three, two hundred ninety-seven pounds. So if he doesn't watch his weight, it could be a problem for him. But right. he's really athletic for how big he is, and I think he could be a really good edge rusher to pair uh, with Harold Landry for Tennessee. And surprisingly, even though he's so big, he, he's better as a pass rusher than as a as like a run stopper. Yeah. So this is a an interesting pick for the Titans. Some could say it's a reach, but I think this is their guy, and they they like him yeah. here. I would say it's a reach. Um, I haven't watched him yet, but I mean, I'm an Auburn fan. I just like when I was hearing like first round hype for Davidson, I was like, really? Like my first thought was like, oh, that's interesting, because um, like, well, well, like when De- with Derek Brown, he just pops off the screen and he's like, it's obvious he's a top ten pick. I think with Davidson, a lot of times he can be, you know, overshadowed right. by Derek Brown. But they had a- Auburn had a great defensive line. Yeah. So and they had a great front seven. So I mean, it, it was easy to be overshadowed on that front seven. Uh, but next up, number thirty, I have the Green Bay Packers taking Jalen Rieger. They have Devonte Adams. Don't really have a number two guy. Uh, they have um, uh, Nate. Uh, what's the guy from Marquez Valdez Scantling? Marquez Valdez Scantling. And then they have Alan Lazard as well. Lazard played really well last season. He played right. well uh, when he was called up. And Scantling, I don't know what we have in him. Um. He's solid. He's tall and fast. He's six foot three. He's fast. He just route running's okay. Right. Yeah, and the hands are lacking. So right. that's the problem. He don't have. He hasn't produced yet. He just like he and Aaron Rodgers don't have great chemistry. Like yeah. like good receivers do when they play for the Packers. Right. So I have them taking a receiver here, a speed guy. They need someone yeah. opposite. It was like kind of. Like they need somebody opposite. for the slot. That's what they right. need. They need they've, a slot guy. They've been missing Randall Cobb. So yeah, and Rieger's fast. Um, he's. I mean, he got a good route tree. Uh, he can actually. He's pretty good with contested catches. But I think he'll be really good in the slot. Um, got really good rack ability, and he's kind of like Devonta Adams is a, a fluid route runner. Um, he's not. He doesn't have the speed that Rieger does. So I think Rieger will complement him really well. And if he'll fit in that offense, I think they could also take Hamler. I think that'd be a bit of a reach here. Yeah. But I think they could also take him. I think this is this is a guy here. I've also heard Brandon Ayuk. Is it Ayuk? Yeah, Ayuk. I've seen him in some mock drafts going here. Uh, but I have them taking Rieger, getting yeah. that receiver too. All right, thirty-one, San Francisco 49ers. I have them taking AJ Terrell, a cornerback from Clemson. Uh, he's good in man coverage and he's got good length. He's six foot one. He's a little on the slim side. He's only 190 pounds. 
And one of the big knocks on him is his last game uh, of his career against LSU in the national championship when he was getting cooked by Jamar Chase. Um, you know, everybody has bad games. But also with Jamar Chase, he's cooked every corner that he's played against pretty much. Right. Even like like Trevon Diggs, who I have going earlier in the first round, he cooked Trevon Diggs in the Alabama game. Jamar Chase is is on another level, yeah, and I'm not gonna, he's going to be a first rounder next year. Right, we'll be like, talking easy. about him a lot next year as a as a first rounder if he decides to come out, which I assume he will. Um, so, you know, I don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal that he was just you know cooked by Jamar Chase, and he's he's a good corner. Like overall, he's a good corner. He's not ridiculously fast, but he's he's faster than like Diggs or Fulton. Right. So he's just. A very solid corner. Yeah. Next up, last pick of the first round, number 32, I have the Kansas City Chiefs taking Zach Bond. I think they could do a lot here. If Kenneth Murray falls, I, mean, I can see them taking him. I can see them taking Cur- Curtis Weaver. Uh, but I, got them I can taking... see them taking Swift, too, here. If Swift falls, uh, I think that'd be an interesting pick, and I don't think it's in their best interest, but I could see them taking him. Yeah. Yeah. I can see them doing that, too. That, but they need defense, and especially an edge rusher. Um, and Zach Bond, a little bit undersized at 6'3", 240 pounds, but, um, he's got, he's got a little bit of burst, um, in twitch, he's also got really good hand, good technique, um, good length, got a lot of pass rush counters, not, he isn't bendy, he doesn't have the flexibility that I got, that, like, Chase Young has, uh, but he, he, he's a smart guy, really, really good technique, he's smart, um, and I think this is a good pick here for the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, that, pretty, that finishes up our uh, mock draft. Yeah, um, we'll do a mock draft post-combine, and we'll talk about the combine, obviously, ap- after it happens this weekend, um, and do our, our mock draft yeah. uh, on what we think the GMs would right. do. Right. Or what we would do. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. That, yeah, we just yeah. did what but we yeah. think, but, but what, what we, we would, would do, do as the GMs. Yeah, was there anyone that we didn't have going first around that could? I know Curtis Weaver could. Yeah, Curtis Weaver from Boise State, edge rusher. Uh, Julian Aquara, yeah. edge rusher from Notre Dame. Justin Jefferson could go first yeah, round. Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins could yeah. both go first round. Yeah, we didn't have T. Higgins going first round. Brandon Ayuk, I think we mentioned I actually him. had, because I had him going to the Ravens first before I changed my pick. I also think he could go to Buffalo. Yeah, he think, would. He would be perfect in Buffalo. Yeah, I'd love to see him in Buffalo. Like, I agree. I would with because he's got such a wide catch radius. Yeah, and Josh Allen is not necessarily the most accurate of quarterbacks. Right. So Josh Allen really needs to have a big guy to go along with you know the smaller guys like um, John Brown and uh, Cole Beasley. Right. He'd be so. a, he'd be great in Buffalo, in my opinion. But yeah, that that does it pretty much. I hope you all enjoyed this. If you want to see more content from us here at The Wire, uh, check out our website at thewiresports.com. We have articles. We have this podcast there under the podcast tab. We also have videos, YouTube videos, so you can watch them. Uh, But that's going to do it. We'll see you all next time.